But right now, I'm joined by two very special guests in studio, Emil Cambry Jr., who is founder, and Tracy Powell Sr., uh, Tracy Powell, who's a senior advisor for Blue 1647. They're in studio with us. It's a network of technology and entrepreneurship centers. They're in nine cities, including a location in Haiti, which is very, very cool. So we're going to talk to them all about the cool work that they're doing. Welcome to the program, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Thanks. for being with us today. Thanks, Amy. So tell us about Blue 1647, and it sounds like, um, by the looks of your website, you do a lot of stuff. Yeah, we keep um, quite busy. Um, so the name Blue 1647 originated, our first location was at 1647 South Blue Island in the Pilsen community, and we wanted to kind of own our name. Yeah. And also by doing that, we thought of ourselves of seeing how can we become a blueprint of community economic development for the 21st century, which requires digital skills, digital development, workforce development, and helping people start businesses and hopefully hire some more people along the way? Definitely. And so what was what was that early start like? How did you first get the, the business going? Yeah, it was probably the hardest thing I'll ever do. <laughs> um, I was a former college professor and a lot of my students needed jobs, internships, opportunities. And I saw this emerging tech space where a lot of great things were happening, especially in Chicago. And I wanted to make sure just more people could participate in this growth and this in innovation economy. So I said, well, let's start an incubator. And I didn't realize how tough that would be. Um, but it was, you Know, one of the most fulfilling things I've ever done. And it's really amazing to see people, you know, from the beginning who still stuck with us, who have grown and grown their businesses, youth that have participated in our programs that are now in computer science programs in college, and others who have sold their companies now as well. So it's just fascinating to see this ecosystem being able to thrive and grow. And we just are excited about the next step. For sure. And so you're in nine cities, and that includes a location in Haiti which uh, I've got to imagine um, managing nine different cities, nine different locations, one of them being international, is also pretty challenging. And probably that expansion was, I'm sure, no easy task. Yeah, I think anytime you try to scale something, it's a, you have some growing pains. Uh, it's exciting to grow, but you realize you have to set some infrastructure along the way. But I think it's really a testament to having great partners who want to see community economic development for the 21st century occur. And they really like our model, and they like some of the things that we We've done our success stories and they say, hey, we want that in our community. So we don't really expand to another community unless we feel like we have a strong community partner that can work with us, that can provide that credibility, because it's ultimately we want to be authentic in the way we come into communities and making sure that we have folks that are on our side who know kind of our process, our model and want to see that being incorporated into their city. And how many people are involved in each location? Yeah, it it varies um, depending on the location. Uh, Chicago is is our biggest presence, which is great. Um, but we just have everything from instructors to mentors to uh, to coaches to program managers. We mm. just have a ever growing base of people who are just involved, and it's uh, amazing because we're able to work with over ten thousand youth a, a year and almost over twenty five thousand adults. So it's uh, it's just fascinating to try to see this thing grow and we're doubling kind of our impact every single year yeah that's really excellent tracy powell uh senior advisor for blue 1647 how did you first get involved in the organization and and what is your role there now well emil and i had met maybe a couple of years ago we both had the the uh 
idea that we wanted to help uh, youth in the inner city with coding. And, um, you know, it just happened that I saw him on LinkedIn and I said, let me reconnect with Emil. And I reconnected and, and we've been working together ever since. But as, as a senior advisor, what I really do is just really help with one of our biggest uh, uh, programs, which we call the Blue Fund. The Blue Fund is a, uh, a crowdfunding platform that we created to help uh, raise money for entrepreneurs. And that helps them uh, get their startup funds uh, to start their startups, their technology companies, and some brick-and-mortar type companies, too. So that's my main role that I've been a part of Blue In, and then, of course, with our expansion as well. Certainly. And uh, that crowdfunding is so key because I know that's such a that's always the big barrier is, oh, I, if only I had a million dollars, I would go yeah. build this or do this or yeah. make this, right? What would you say? What is the average, and, and maybe it's it varies very wildly, but what would you say or guess the average is for what people going through your program generally need in that seed money? Well, uh, our program and our, our rewards platform, we've got a couple of them. We have a rewards as well as an equity, but our rewards is kind of that start starter, starter piece that we created that we, we limit the amount of money that they raise because we just want to make sure that they're successful. One of the things that we always say about our platform is that we want 100% success. We didn't get quite 100, but we're really close to having 100% success. So we range around ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. Because we just want people to be able to see their ideas. So many ideas just die in people's minds. Yeah, they and do. so we just want to say, if you got this great idea, let's work with us. Uh, let us help you get that initial idea out. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And and so you're you're reaching thousands of people, youth and adults. Mm-hmm. And so where what has been the biggest on kind of this maybe meta meta question, but for you kind of going along with this and also expanding your business as you're teaching other people to do the same really, what has been kind of the biggest challenge for you in, in building that business? Yeah, I think the hardest part at first is uh, it's hard for people to see community and innovation in the same sentence. Uh, usually it's community, and when you think of community, you think of social service. Let's try to give uh, some folks. It's almost like a a charity kind of a mm-hmm. scenario, whereas we're saying we have community and innovation together, so it's more an economic development vehicle. And I think that that's what people are excited about is because, hey, then every when you think about it, one dollar that you're contributing to this e- ecosystem is yielding three, four, and five dollars back to the economy. So those are some of the things that we've really been able to do is really show that community and innovation can go together. And now that we've been able to do that, everybody else um, seems to want to uh, catch on to that secret sauce. Yeah, for sure. And it seems like you kind of have three buckets really of professional development, business acceleration, and then it sounds like a ton of events. Yeah, I mean, the great thing about, you know, any technology and healthy community is that you have a lot of uh, of a cultural element to it, which is classes, workshops, events, and really bringing a lot of people together to have these accidental collisions. And we realize how small Chicago is. We're one degree of separation away from each other. But the great thing is when you're in that environment, and that's why having an intentional space is so important, is you start to realize that, hey, what are you working on? And then they talk about what you're working on. And then you figure out, hey, you need to talk to this person, or I need to talk to that person. And you're really able to see that in this Petri that some really great you know things are able to emerge and great partnerships great friendships great collaborations and um and that's really what it's all about and events are a, a 
exciting way um, to get people together, whereas you can only get so many people to talk about coding and go through a 12-week workshop at one time. Right. I think that's one of the most exciting shifts that this kind of uh, you know, co-working and incubator thing and, and moment that we're in has brought on. It, it seems like it's shifted us a little bit away from this very cutthroat competitive place to a much more collaborative one where I know a lot of people, and I feel this way too, that if you know somebody that's working on something and you meet someone else who's working on something similar, I feel a moral obligation to put those two people together. I feel like I won't sleep at night if I don't. I know a lot of people kind of feel that way. And I, I think that's one of the best shifts that we're seeing right now around workplace issues. We are talking right now with the gentleman behind Blue 1647, a network of technology and entrepreneurship centers. We are going to take a quick break and we're going to, when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation back in just a bit on 720 WGN. We have been chatting with Emil Cambry Jr., founder of Blue 1647, and Tracy Powell, who's a senior advisor there. And it's a really interesting network of technology and entrepreneurship centers in nine cities, including one in Haiti. So these guys are not playing around. They are doing innovation and helping both young people and adults uh, do really creative and interesting work. And I really love um, what you were saying right before the break about how this is really more than just about, um, you know, the, I think a lot of times when we think of, a, of an incubator, it, it kind of begins and ends with the capitalism, right? It's just kind of, I want to, you know, a, a share of this company and I want it to go big and be a tech giant. But it seems like you really put a lot of thought into um, economic development and, and, and building strong communities around these centers, not just, you know, getting people to make a lot of money, which I think is really, really great and a really, really important focus of the work that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that's really what's made this work a lot more powerful than I thought it would be in the beginning. It's because you really get to see that, hey, we're doing some of the old techniques of community organizing to get people excited about technology. Mm. So we've knocked on doors. We've partnered with a lot of community organizations, churches, and anybody, for the most part, that have a large base of people, you know, in ways in which we can get people excited about technology. So it's part of the work we consider economic justice or narrative changing. But with technology, it's one of those things that are you don't know where to get started for yeah. some people. And we want to be that place where you get onboarded into the technology community and you find other people who are interested. So you can kind of find your kind of people and, um, or find others that you never thought you would have ever met and be able to um, make things happen. Yeah. I, I'm reminded of that, uh, that Steve Johnson book and cartoon, right? He's drawing on a whiteboard as he's talking about the collision of ideas of how even major, major inventions kind of set in someone's mind quietly for, years and and it wasn't until it collided with someone else's idea that it was like oh this is what this could be and this is you know I think that's a, a really important environment to foster and so as you look ahead tell me about the future and what you're what all you're building and where you're where you're going next with all of this Yes, yeah, so we're doing a grand opening of our new space um, at 2150 South Canal Port. Um, it's our partnership with the Lacuna Lofts. So the great thing about uh, this grand opening is we're going to make some great announcements with some of our big, uh, large sponsors and partners from Google, um, Chase, and some others that we'll be sharing. But also it's an opportunity for the, everyone to see our new space. So the great thing about this space is the space is massive. Lacuna Lofts is 250000 square feet and it has art culture and we're bringing this tech element together so all of a sudden we're really 
maintaining the same kind of culture that we've started to build at our previous space. And our previous space ha was adorned with murals all over the place from local artists and musicians who participated and filmmakers as well. So now all of a sudden we're kind of bringing that just on a larger scale. And that's what we're really excited about. And it's a great chance for us to celebrate and really say, hey, this is your town hall for social innovation. And we really want to make sure that more people could participate. And we're a little bit more robust with our infrastructure. I mean, we just have a great group of people that we work with that are just really excited and passionate about the work that we do. And we just are excited to share the new build out, the new uh, bells and whistles that we previously didn't have. That sounds really, really exciting. And so I'm sure there are people listening that are going, I want to be involved somehow. I want to help. I want to do something. How could people be involved in this organization? Yeah, you can go to blue1647.com um, and blue1647 for all our social media handles as well. Um, but please reach out to anyone on our staff um, who are excited about the work that we do. And I just think that uh, it's not just us who are formally employed by this organization. It's also the people that volunteer, the people that donate, the people that uh, participate. And it's really created a community that I'm excited about that's just started to grow and I think that this is just our next step. Is there a particular area of volunteers or skill set of volunteers you're looking for the most? People who care, honestly. Uh, we just find so many ways for people to plug in with us. And honestly, a lot of the people who work with us uh, full time have started off as just volunteering. And it's just been this organic growth. Um, our CTO, uh, Kenneth Watkins, uh, started off as just participating in a hackathon that was at our space. Uh, and all of a sudden, we spr sprung up a conversation, had a mutual friend that introduced us. And before we know it, he's building great things uh, for our organization. And you know, it's really been happenstance, you know, it's even with Tracy Powell, our senior advisor. So that's kind of the organic nature. And it's right. just a bunch of people who care. And we just try to plug them in. Excellent. All right. So everybody head to blue1647.com and find Blue1647 on social media and look for more for the big opening on the 13th. That sounds very exciting. It sounds like a very... Yeah. huge and exciting, really awesome space. So I'm excited to see what all happens there. So thank you both so much for being with us today. Emil Cambry Jr. and Tracy Powell from Blue 1647. We'll be right back in just a bit. Get you to news, all that good stuff. Back in a bit on 720 WGN.